Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap Podcast, hosted by male interracial best friend duo. Question for you, AB. Yes. I meant to ask you last week. You live just outside of Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Did you know Kelsey? Have you known all season Kelsey was getting a hometown? Yes, Rem. Yes. Wow. It's time to come okay. clean. Time to come wow. clean. Listen, it was big news when they had the hometown months ago. Yeah, months, I, I had to Months imagine. ago. Peter was downtown, and I knew. Almost <laughs> went. Almost went and tried to find him, okay? Someone sent... I, their name escapes me on Instagram. Someone sent us a photo, like... Or, excuse me, a, a video like a Zapruder film video of the <laughs> leg wrap hug really? from, from Kelsey to Peter yep. on the stairs of the Capitol. Yeah, I mean, tons of people saw it. It was knowledge. Yeah. Everyone knew. <laughs> well, I figured you probably don't have a subscription to the local paper. That, that's what I figured. I figured that's the no, way you avoid it. Someone told me, though. they uh -huh. It was spreading like wildfire that he was downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was out. All right. Little behind the scenes, he was out after the hometown day, like downtown Des Moines. Out, out. Not, not with Kelsey. No, no. He's, was he picking up chicks? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's just out. He was out <laughs> in downtown Des Moines at night after the hometown. I don't know what, to, what else to tell you. I can't. I mean, I didn't even think to ask you that at any point during the season. Last week, I was like, I should probably see if he knew this the whole time. It's unavoidable. That's an unavoidable. Yeah, I mean, no one can blame you for knowing that. How am I going to avoid that? You can't live in a cave <laughs> underground. Anyway, what'd you think of hometowns, AB? Loved always it. Always disappointing a hometowns episode. <laughs> really? You think they're disappointing? I call it the best episode of the season. Um, th it's definitely the most formulaic. I think the first two, especially, and maybe even the third one. Was it just felt like you'd seen a hundred of these before? You and could give me a hundred more, and I'd be a, a okay. Okay, they're good parents. We had good parents. Mm -hmm. We had skeptical parents. No parents were blindly on board no. with this, which I like to see. <laughs> love you love to see that. <laughs> Let's start in Knoxville, uh, the first hometown with Hannah Ann. The other thing is, there's not a whole lot to analyze. Not a whole lot to make fun of. It's just you no, know, no, the first two. Nothing. Daytime, not much. nighttime. Yeah. Should we just skip them? Should no, we skip them? Maybe. No, let's Should do we go em. to the third one? <laughs> let's do them. <laughs> okay. Uh, rainy day. Little twang in the traditional bachelor music, so you know they're in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hannah Ann's dad is in the lumber industry. He's a forester, so naturally Hannah Ann says, we got to teach her how to throw an axe at a bar, because that's basically the same. <laughs> you guys will really be able to connect on that, because Hannah Ann's dad throws axes all day. <laughs> she says he has to be a tough man. She needs to toughen him up. So what do you do? You go to a gimmicky axe-throwing bar that are all across America that everybody does. You want to talk about a gimmick? A <laughs> that's fad. a gimmick. It's axe-throwing. Bars. <laughs> it has nothing to do with being tough or anything related no. to that or his job. Like you said, he's not he, the guy hasn't picked up an axe in years, I'm sure. You know, Peter has too nice of skin, I'll say, to be which will probably disqualify him from being the type of tough guy Mr. Hannah Ann is hoping walks through the door. Even, pretty boy. That's a long way his, of saying pretty boy. Even with his tough boy scar on his yeah. head rim, he, he's not fooling anybody. That he get from jamming a you know a martini glass into his skull <laughs> yeah. that he he hit on a golf cart at a luxury resort. Yeah, even with that scar, AB. <laughs> you can say a lot of things about Peter. Nice guy. Seems like a, a good time to be around. 
Uh, good job. Well, yeah, if he's partying in hometowns without the without the contestants. <laughs> good yeah, job. Go Tough guy's not one of those things. So if that's what you're looking Probably. for, Hannah. End it right Not now. the traditional tough guy definition, no. no. All right, so they're at an axe-throwing bar, like you said, which is the modern cupcake store fad everywhere. Every town's got five axe-throwing bars. <laughs> Both are okay. They eventually get it, and they make out in front of everyone. That's the axe-throwing portion of it. Yeah, they sucked at axe-throwing, but yeah, carry on. You know, uh, so did Jay Cutler. So it's it's something on Very Cavalier. They went axe-throwing on Very Cavalier. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was good. Kristen was fabulous at it, and Jay stunk. <laughs> it was actually a funny bit. Great show. Uh, after that calm down, you'll remember Hannah Ann's letter to Peter last week. How could I forget? We It was unforgettable. That's for sure. Peter reveals that he wrote a, a similar letter to Hannah Ann. What I love about you type of letter. I was surprised by this. Hannah Ann seemed very surprised by this. AB, were you surprised by this? I was surprised. It was long, too. The length of it is what surprised. I would have expected a post-it note from Peter. Just a yeah. quick couple things jotted down. No, he did a full, he, he he reciprocated the exact same length that she provided. They're even. Now. Yeah, even. In the letter department. She was looking at him like, one, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> and two, she can't believe that Peter took the time to do all that when she, yeah. clearly in fourth place, in my opinion. Anyway, Peter's letter. All the things I love about you. Just a few highlights. I paused it. One, how artistic you are. I would like to have known that Hannah Ann was artistic. This is not something we know about her. Nope. Personality traits, don't have a lot of those for these people. Your eyes and how they are one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. little grammar slip up, but it happens to the best of us. And he wraps this up by saying, I can see an amazing future with the clumsy two together forever. Oh, so that's big, them? Big words. Apparently, they're the clumsy two. <laughs> big words. I mean, you're thinking Hannah Ann just kind of, the, you know, barely made it to hometowns. He's saying things like... So you thought she was in fourth? I can't remember your power rankings. You had her in fourth? I had her in fourth, yes. Okay. Yes, I did. But as we found out at by the end of this episode, my power rankings were basically inverse of reality. <laughs> Anyway, what'd you make of the list and uh, the rest of this? I mean, Hannah Ann seemed genuinely moved by this. Yeah, Hannah's heart was melting rim. She's falling deeper in love with him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) Okay. Uh, but that's it. You're just, do you like the letter? Yeah. What, the, what do you want me to say about well, Peter? I don't know. He we, surprised I, me. Do you want to go long or not? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what if you do you want, want me to say? This. I already commented on the letter. All right. How many comments you nice. want on the letter? That was a nice gesture. Maybe a <laughs> yeah. similar thing. It's a good it's gesture. I didn't expect it from the guy's a dummy. He wrote it on a, <laughs> <laughs> I would have appreciated better stationery. It was on like one of those it was a legal yellow pad, legal yeah. pads. No, thank you. I would have appreciated better paper, but that's just me. Agreed. Nighttime. I didn't note here, even just walking into the house, say B, Hannah Ann seemed, I, I keep, whenever I say Hannah Ann, I almost say Hannah Am, which wouldn't make any sense. So if I say that, I'll correct you. I'm just going to blow right through it. No, okay. don't correct me. I'm just going to blow right through it. Hannah got, Am. Okay. Hannah Am was like, yeah. See how much easier that is to say <laughs> Hannah Ann? There's so many ends. Hannah Ann seems more excited, more relaxed, more natural than she normally does. All season, she seemed. You know, like the old pageant trope. Yeah. She seemed to be putting on this kind of stiff wooden show, what you want, what you think the people want to see. But here she just seemed to be normal. That In the two seconds when they're walking into the house, that's the vibe I picked okay. up. Okay. 
What'd you make of her family? They set up this whole time that Hannah's dad's going to be the hard ass of the family. I was I was gearing up for tough guy routine from Hannah's dad, Rick. Rick's Ranger Rick. Yes, Ranger Rick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. There is no Rick out there that isn't no hard ass. That's, that's you're gonna meet his meet him dating his daughter, and it's gonna go well. There's no Ricks out no. there. He's got questions. Good family, delightful whole family. Even Rick. Yes, Rick was fine. I mean, he's he wasn't talking a lot. He just. He was just kind of soaking in what was going on. Again, some of these parents just can't believe they're in this situation. I think that's what Rick was in. <laughs> Took him a little while to to warm up to the cameras. He wasn't talking uh, during the first part when they're when Peter even was, when they kind of addressed him when they made yeah, jokes. Yeah, they were addressing him. He there, was just Peter's like stone face, and I, I chopped the wood with one strike. He didn't even respond. Didn't smirk. No, nothing. Didn't care. They're talking about how they went to an axe bar. And he would have liked it. Rick didn't respond to that either. (laughs) (laughs) No response from Rick. To the camera at one point, he goes, well, she brought Peter with her, which is new and exciting, I suppose. (laughs) He was just like, (sighs) he's convinced that this is a flash in the pan. Not real. Yeah. And... I uh, am not based on what we know about him, man. And yeah, I, I'm not going <laughs> to argue with him on that. No, no I think he's <laughs> I, right. I'm not going to be able to convince him otherwise. Hannah Ann with her sister reveals to her that she's starting to fall in love with Peter. Okay. Now, Hannah Ann's sister gave me whip last year. She was initially like, really? Like, come on. You're into this? And she goes, I'm falling in love with him. And then she, Hannah Ann pulls out well, the, the letter. letter. Yeah. And then that topsy turvy the She's whole like, situation. She's like, come on, girl. No one's writing 20 things about why they love you if they don't really love you. And she <laughs> yeah. makes a good point there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she had me sold. <laughs> Hard to argue. And then she starts crying. Hannah Ann starts crying. We're off to the races yeah. here with this family. They're both very happy. <laughs> Mom and Peter. Did I get that right? Is it Mom and Peter now? Yep. Peter tells her Hannah Ann told him she is falling in love with him. And Peter says, hey, I want to do the same. And her reaction struck me as, oh, please, Peter, no. I don't thought her heart kind of dropped there, Rim. Yeah, I'm yes. agreeing with you. The, the look on her face, she was kind of bubbly earlier in the episode. Ugh. All that went away and kind of become a solemn mood during this conversation with them two. But she didn't really... Her, the noise and face she made told said more than the words she said. Yeah, she, she didn't, didn't really. She didn't really object. She didn't bring up anything or question it. But the look on her face, undeniable, it was despair. <laughs> some would say, but she kind of warns him about old Rick. Like, hey, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Wait till you talk to Rick though before you do anything. <laughs> Speaking of Rick, Peter and Dad, uh, out back. He asks Peter to compare the relationships where he at with the others compared to my daughter. And Peter, sensing the walls closing in on him, does what he does best. Panics and throws Hail Mary <laughs> move, makes a big statement he shouldn't make. And that statement was, I'm going to tell her tonight I'm falling in love with her. I'm unconvinced that before he spoke to the parents, he wanted know. to do this. I don't but think now he's he in. did. <laughs> Why wouldn't he have done it earlier when he gave her the, the note? If that's the case, I don't, I'm not seeing it. It would have been a good time to break that seal before this high pressure, all eyes on you environment. <laughs> what'd you, uh, what'd you make of Pops' response here? He says he wasn't expecting that. He was genuinely 
uh, taken aback. Yeah, surprised by that response by Peter. He then explains that you have to be careful with what you say to Hannah Ann, because if you tell her, basically, if you tell her, I love you, you can't not mean it. Okay, this is a very do not tell her that unless she's the winner is the is yes. reading between the lines there. Yes. Don't tell her I love you unless you are 100 percent sure that she is the winner of this competition. Okay, and if you don't, if you don't end up with her and you tell her I love you. You're going to be in a forest somewhere. Chopped up. Okay. (laughs) Chopped up in a forest. Okay. That's the vibe I got from Rick. He didn't say it, but that is what he meant. Okay. You said read between the lines. That was the most obvious. I'll give you the actual quote, but that was the most obvious implication that has ever been on this show. It's never been more clear what someone meant (laughs) without saying it. Here's what he said. I'll ask you as a father, I'd rather you not say that to her unless you truly mean it, staring at him in the eyes. And I'm sincere when I say that. Do not say that word to her unless you're wholeheartedly, that's what you mean, and that's what you're going to do. Do. Okay. Don't even waste the What word. does do mean besides exactly. an action, her. get on a yeah. knee. It's, there's, <laughs> it's so obvious what he means. Okay. Peter, of course, doesn't read between the lines. Well, no. <laughs> Takes his words literally and feels completely comfortable saying it to Hannah, even <laughs> though he's probably not going to pick her. Okay. <laughs> Producers were probably like, nah, man, Peter, don't even worry about it's it. All don't good. worry about him. <laughs> we got her. your back. It's all good. Yeah, it'll be fine. So what do you make of their conversation on the front porch then, immediately after this stern threat and warning from Rick? Hannah tells Peter she's in love with him, and he responds with, I'm falling in love with you. I don't know why he said that to her. He did not say that to everyone else. (laughs) Well, he prefaced it by saying, listen, your dad told me not to say this unless I'm serious, so I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) He he said it. And then Hannah Ann, overwhelmed. They make out. A really, honestly, in a vacuum, a really cute moment. This was cute. These two were cute, and it had me thinking, maybe I've been underestimating Hannah Ann and the connection here. Yeah. Same. I think you're probably right. Part of it was he was bullied into saying I love you, but he didn't say that to everyone else. So. No, he didn't. it's, It's got me thinking. That and the note. Really, the note. I thought shocked me. That just doesn't seem he, like something Peter would do note, for Hannah Ann. That's I didn't expect that. They they get up to leave, and as they're leaving, she tells him, "I love you again." And he's he said he whispers something to her. I'm a hundred percent there, Rim. I don't know if you Whoa, caught that. I didn't okay. catch that. A hundred percent. You know <laughs> what? what I'm 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 all about percentages, and I hundred yeah. percent is the whole thing, right? There, he's there. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other percentage. She said, higher I love percentage. you, and is there a higher percentage than 100% no. being there? That means he's 100% in love Ann with you. Is going to win? Is I that what's going to happen? A, when he whispered that, maybe I'm reading too much into this, like we do all the time. Sure. She, well, we he got said, time to I'm 100% there. Whispered. <laughs> he, also, he also said, say it again. I think yeah, he said, say he it said, again say to it her. Again. He said, say it again. <laughs> Which is, usually Peter will do something, he'll screw up, and then he'll try to like... Pretend it didn't happen. Well, or gonna evade it, by but he's gonna move by. Yeah, yeah. But now he's thought about this, and he uh, he's so at peace with this decision wow. to say this to her that he's encouraging more of it. <laughs> Crazy. We might be wrong about Anna. We really might be. Wow. Anyway, 
Last thing I have is she's under the impression that she has her family's full support. But my guess is her dad was like looking through the blinds like Dwight Schrute trying to overhear <laughs> the conversation. And he's probably warming up a branding iron to poke in Peter's <laughs> eyes. Your, your physical violence was funnier oh, than put, mine. But chop him up in the forest as mulch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mulch. We don't condone murder, but that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. It's your name's Ranger Ray. <laughs> that's a Rick. funny thing to say. He's a forester, <laughs> folks. It's funny. That's funny. Peter's fine, okay? okay he's not going to get killed. <laughs> Ranger Rick seems like a nice guy. I'm it's just funny. joking. He's not a murderer, folks. <laughs> Ranger Rick is, is not a murderer. He probably has like an and, office job with yeah, the forest has department never been or something. Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Kelsey hometown, Des Moines. Wow. AB was there. Um, no, he wasn't there. <laughs> first stop, stomping grapes at a winery. Well, first stop now, is the beautiful Capitol Rim. Isn't it gorgeous? The wow, Capitol Rim really is with the gold objectively gorgeous. Dome? Are you crazy? It's beautiful. It's a very pretty building. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's a fact. There's going to be a lot of Iowa biased and love and gushing Defe- over. Defensiveness. <laughs> yeah, defensiveness. Hardcore defensiveness. F- first thing about Iowa... Well, not the first thing, but, you know, people outside Iowa doesn't, they don't know anything, <laughs> but they don't know anything <laughs> don't about Iowa. It. Most of them couldn't locate it on a map and that's fine. I understand it. It's not, it's not an economic driver with major cities or entertainment attractions. There's no pro sports teams here. Major pro, I mean, you know, yeah, it's, I'm I get you. it. A secret but, thing about Iowa is there's probably more wineries per capita in Iowa than any other state. There are so many wineries, it's really wineries and shocking. breweries. I think breweries are kind of everywhere now, though. There's a ton They're of probably both, still though. per capita. Probably yeah. still per, per capita. capita. <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's more wineries. I can rattle so off many 25 mi- wineries. <laughs> so in many Iowa. wineries. It's unbelievable. And it's not like ideal growing conditions either. They just are there. <laughs> anyway, they stomp grapes. They taste different wines inside. Listen, Riv, uh, anytime yeah. someone's stomping grapes, I picture that lady stomping the grapes on YouTube, the funniest YouTube clip of all time. That lady tries to cheat and she pays the price. <laughs> okay. How did she try to cheat? I thought she just screwed Here's up. how the video goes, Rim. I, yeah, I haven't seen me. it in 10 years, but I know it perfectly. They're on a newscast doing like a, a competition. So there's two, they're up on a, they're up on a uh, pedestal, too. high platform, high platform, dangerous. Too, okay, yeah. yep. it's the news lady, and then this other lady who's I think the, the worker, the, at the worker winery. at the winery. So they they do the competition. They're stomping the grapes barefoot or whatever. Time's up. Okay, no more stomping. And then the the lady who owns the place tries to sneak some more stomps in to be funny, and she falls off the platform. Okay, and that's when it all happens. I thought that was the news lady who fell. I always thought that was the news lady. Maybe it was. I don't know. Well, I told you. It's, it's been 10 years. Someone tried to cheat. That's all I know. All 10 right. years ago. All right. Someone tried to I cheat, gonna, and they fell. I was going to like tweet out that clip or something, then I realized that probably the majority of our listeners are too young to remember yeah. that. That was when we were in college or earlier. That was like one of the early Yeah, that was one of the videos. early ones. I wouldn't mind you putting that audio of her falling into this episode. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Anyway, later they're sipping wine at the bar, and Kelsey reveals she's in love with Peter. What'd you make of his reaction? He seemed to pause a little bit. I saw a a pause, 
he didn't respond with any assurance that he feels the same way. It's just coming from Hannah Ann in particular, he said he's falling in love with her, gives her the 100%, uh, say it again, stuff like that. Real joy after she said that to him. With Kelsey, you don't get that same vibe. And it was a it was a less romantic setting. It wasn't nighttime. It wasn't at the car right before they're going to leave yeah. or whatever. But I didn't get the same feeling from Peter that he has any sort of feelings like that for her. It seemed to me like he was mildly happy, if only because it gave him an opportunity to where they could kiss. It did not seem to me, like you said, that he felt remotely the same way. But after I put it on my power rankings number one last week, I thought, okay, he's just throwing us off the scent. That's all this is. He's telling all these other people he loves them so that then he could pick Kelsey and it'll be a big surprise. And this is at the producer's discretion. I was concocting all these conspiracy theories. Peter hasn't like, mentioned this is why he's not saying it. Peter hasn't mentioned anything about love or falling in love with Kelsey at this point. And she's the furthest along. She's yeah. she's all the way at I love you and has been for a while. <laughs> Later in the vineyard, um he well he also he said he could see a future with her, which is kind of a sure save the moment. I don't think he meant it. easy to say now later in the vineyard kelsey's like man can't believe i love you crazy i can't believe i said that can't believe i we're here then they make out but peter on he's peter's uncomfortable making out without legs around him so he lifts her up so they can she can wrap her legs what'd you make of the moment uh beautiful setting rim uh fall in iowa you want to talk about well hold up the the trees were changing rim. The leaves Isn't were changing the there. <laughs> the foliage going on. Are you crazy? The foliage was good. <laughs> the, foliage the foliage was great. Was it was marching band in the distance foliage. That's what I think of when I see that foliage. <laughs> it was beautiful. Just uh, that's just Iowa fall to a T. What they did there in the whole setting. Yeah, remember maybe tourism commission. <laughs> Nothing else other than the beauty of the scene? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. She's in trouble. That's what I thought. Kelsey's hometown, nighttime. Kelsey's family is a bunch of Kelsey clones. Would you agree? They look... I, she, the mom and the Waldo sisters situation. and everybody looks exactly the same. Now, one of, huh? one of the sisters is a twin, to be fair. Oh, that's right. But I didn't know which one was the twin. That's the problem. The fact that I didn't notice <laughs> says as much as you need to know. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Yep. The big moment, uh, the big takeaway, the big social buzz, the big buzz <laughs> is that in addition to the burgers on the dinner table, Kelsey's mom offers Peter, quote, one of Kelsey's favorites, yep. crab rangoons. AB, huge crab rangoon guy. I'll let you take it from here. <laughs> what do you mean take it from here? What did you make of this moment? I mean, here's a man who's never had a, even heard of a crab I rangoon, was, it seemed. They were playing this off like I was known for their great crab rangoons. I was very confused <laughs> by this whole situation. And how yeah. he had never had one? Have you never had Chinese takeout from anywhere, Peter? I'm so confused. Listen, I don't know how they do it over there in Tinseltown, but apparently not. <laughs> apparently they don't just He's fry foods and stuff one. them with cream cheese. Yeah. 
The thing crazy. about Crabber and Goons is they're basically, they're not that far off from like toaster strudels. It's not this crazy <laughs> concoction. No. It's I, like kind of a simple He's thing. like, oh man, those are the Crabber and Goons you're talking about? They're like, what are you talking about? You get them at every Chinese meal you have <laughs> with the meal. They throw them You would have had to them turn in. them down to never have them or you've never had Chinese food. I, I think he's probably just turned him down. He's, there's just no way you can he's, make he, it to his age and never even have yeah, heard of this concoction. It's insane. Um, but yeah, you're right. They did make it seem like special Iowa I treat. treat. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is all over America. Nothing to do with. Shout out to Peter, though. Funny, charismatic during the moment. He was center of attention at the dinner table. Relax. He even gave an eloquent toast. He doesn't get pretty good. In these situations with the parents, he handles it pretty well. He because he he doesn't seem to get overly nervous. He's just kind of him. It's kind of whatever with him at the table, and he's okay being the center of the attention with it. I also wonder if he felt less pressure because he knew it's probably not going to be Kelsey moving. Could so it's just kind of a fun, yeah. Night and out you had with the, yeah, the Iowa nice people. Those people well, are of course, nice. Hospitality. hospitality. You just don't get it anywhere else. You really folks. can't. Oh my goodness! That's so the respect level is top notch. Make you feel right at home, folks. Yep. Well, come on in. Welcome to Iowa, Kelsey's sisters. Like all siblings, you know, excited but worried. Don't want to see your heart get broken. One asks Kelsey, potentially her twin. We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> No, it could have been her mom. I don't even... It really could have been her mom. I don't know. <laughs> One asks Kelsey if she would accept a proposal, and she nods yes. yes. Wow. So like you said, she's further along. I don't know if all the other three would say that. No, no I don't think so. Uh, not, definitely not all of them. Definitely not Victoria. No. I mean, let's call it spade a spade. <laughs> what do you have on mom and Peter's discussion? Uh, she seems a little skeptical. Peter mentions that Kelsey's opened up so much and that's that he never has to question where she is sitting. And that stood out to me, Rim, because it's not, Hmm. he's not talking about reasons he really, like actual things he likes about her. It's just kind of like, she's liked me the most and it's been easy. That's why we're here. To know that. (laughs) That's That's why I'm at this hometown. It's not like... I love these things about her. We've had this crazy chemistry or whatever. It's no, it's just been she's opened up the most. And that's a red flag for me. That's a good observation. Uh, Peter says, I don't give up when the going gets tough. He says that to her, referring to how there was some tough time. It's funny to think Champagne Gate. Champagne Gate is being spoken about like this (laughs) trying time for all involved and not just a hilarious bit from a cocktail party now everyone refers to champagne gate is like they've been through it all they like man. it's one of those things you don't want to say the name of it yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to bring up the name you just talk about Ooh. it <laughs> i will i will my response to he doesn't give up on the going gets tough given what we know from maybe the other relationships perhaps he should give up when the going gets tough i'd argue he leans too far in to the tough, tough goings times. Yeah. sometimes <laughs> tough sometimes times. you should give up um anyway mom says don't break her heart don't break my girl's heart up next is the dad um stepdad the dad and kelsey 
stepdad because remember which i think might be important to note because depending on when he entered the picture he may or may not he might be more hands-off than you might expect well remember also kelsey brought up the fact that he peter, basically peter don't bring up my my biological dad yeah because of the secret which wasn't mentioned at all this episode, which I was kind of surprised they made a big deal about that. But then we, I don't know if we're going to hear anything about that again. Probably, no, probably actually, not. definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Kelsey's dad uh, didn't have any advice for her. I thought it was a throwaway conversation that didn't need <laughs> yeah, to be had too. with that stepdad. Me he didn't too. provide any. <laughs> she She seemed to be like reaching out to him for a little advice and he provided her with nothing he's like huh pretty scary (laughs) anyway (laughs) hope it works hope it works out (laughs) that was that was mike uh mom and kelsey kelsey tells her mom she told peter she loves him kelsey's mom a little emotional yeah what do you think ab i want to note also kelsey seemed very mature at one point, at some point in here, she says, it might have been to the father, um, I love him, but if I come home brokenhearted, I'll pick up the pieces and we'll yeah, move on. It wasn't dad. like yeah. going to be the end of the world situation like you see a lot of times with some of these people. Good point. She, She's the oldest remaining, ostensibly the most mature, amazingly, given this is the Champagne Gate. Yeah. But you're right. I think Kelsey's mom, even after she said that, was kind of like, well, you know, I'm glad you're happy, but I think deep down she knew that Kelsey was probably on a death march to heartbreak. The, the <laughs> yeah. chances were that yeah. Kelsey was going to get her heart broken. It, it is for all of them. Chances are, if you're a parent of one of these people, yeah, you're going to see your kid 25% chance. They don't know the other relationships. So as a parent, you're thinking there's a 75% chance my kid is coming home heartbroken, period. Boom, math. People, That's a lot math. Of people out there chirping that AP can't yeah, do math. You trying to talk oh, about he, my math? Can. I got the math. <laughs> yeah, we can do stats. Please. I got stats. You crazy? Here's a percentage. Kelsey's mom says, I 100% believe my daughter is in love. She buys it. She's in. Well, she buys that she's in love. She didn't say she buys that they're in love. Or that this is logical. She can see that her her daughter is in love with someone, but there's no... I don't think she sold that Peter's in love. Kelsey and Peter outside. Kelsey reminds him again that she's in love with him. It almost seemed to me like Kelsey was trying to get Peter to say it back. Yeah. Yep. Kept bringing it up like, hey, just remind her I'm in love with you. Just a heads up. (laughs) I told you I love you. You didn't say anything back to me. I know those are the rules, but also, like, I've seen the rules broken on this show. You can tell me <laughs> if, if you, you really mean it. If you're in love with me, now's a good time. Peter says, my heart is definitely falling. I don't count this as any points on the scale. It's not in a tear. He didn't even say, say to her. I thought he did. Regardless. Maybe he didn't. Regardless. When you say my heart is falling, that's a little way to that's a wiggle keep room. Yeah. you... At arm's length from the feeling. It's not <laughs> me that's falling. It's the heart Heart's that's falling. in my body. Yeah, my heart is falling. That's not the same thing. No one says that. No. End of sentence. No one says that. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't I mean anything. I think Peter's no, I think trying to weasel something. his way out of this without <laughs> yeah, saying anything that com- that's going to come back to bite him. Like, why did you tell me I love you? He doesn't want to have that conversation later. So he's just going to weasel his yeah. way out of here. Good move. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's a weasel, but he wanted to 
you know. He's playing he the game. It's points. the, it's he the show. To get some points. What is he going to yeah. say? I don't love you, and then we're going to we're not going to have a rose ceremony. No. Nope. Uh, that's it for the Des Moines hometown. Last we'll see of Des Moines this season. Did you like the representation? Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Uh, there wasn't. Okay. I was expecting more Iowa, like shots at Iowa cornfields or some cow cut sure. scenes, some bullshit like that. Corn, yeah, big, big pile of corn on the table. Tractors in the fall, or it's not even it's not even the season for corn, but they'd have it nope. on the table. Uh, nope. None of that, but yeah, tractors, all that. They didn't have any of that stuff. Loved what they provided us, which was beautiful fall, Iowa nice people, the uh, gold dome. <laughs> Uh, in vineyards, that's Iowa. That's the Iowa I want to be represented. That's true. That's true. The funny thing about Remini B is we have absolutely nothing. I mean, no knowledge of farm industry, agricultural, <laughs> no, no. nothing. I I know tractor. I don't know the types of any. That's it. That's the extent of my. I mean, knowledge. I don't. I wouldn't even go so far to say I know what a tractor would be. If you showed me like a tractor and another piece of farm equipment, I wouldn't. Which one's a tractor? Which one's yeah. which? I might get it. I don't know. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. The the level of ignorance from us is yeah. quite astounding, actually, when yep. you think about it. Anyway, Madison hometown. Well, Daytime. Hold up. Yeah. Two really calm dates to start the night. I started to question, what's Rim even? What was Rim tripping about last episode here? What do you mean? You said something big's going to happen. Oh. Nothing has happened. It's just been two and normal you, and you dates. Know what? <laughs> Halfway through the episode. Halfway through the episode, two paint... I call them paint-by-number dates. Yeah. These were just basic... Textbook. Textbook hometowns. And that's and this was a full hour of the show, so yeah. that's why I was like, yeah, this episode... That's what I wrote here. What is Rim talking about? <laughs> well, we'll, get to, we'll wait till the end of the episode, but the thing that I was talking about, which you now know, was really not even part of the hometown. Yeah. So again, it, that's why this episode disappointed, did not meet my expectations. But also, the fact that you hadn't seen it means I could build, I could get lathered up, up and really yeah. hype it up and build <laughs> it up into something that it turned out not to be. Yeah. So it was part bit, part reality. Madison hometown, Auburn, Alabama. Uh, they meet on campus, University of Auburn. They go to the basketball arena. She shows them around a little bit. They go to the basketball arena, of course. Newer and better than Iowa's. Beautiful. Despite Auburn having maybe one good basketball player in their history. They have a 40-foot-tall statue of Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, Rem. It's like Auburn's the biggest statue good, I've ever Auburn's seen. Auburn's a good team and have been a couple years now. That's true, but, I mean, you're talking... How many, name another good Auburn player. I can't, but I can... T- <laughs> I mean, Chris they're, Porter? They're, they're all right right no, now. No, there's nobody. Yeah, they're fine right now, but... I don't even want to go down this road, AB, but I would have liked to avoid this road, but then friggin' Bruce Pearl strolls in, so how are we going to avoid talking about this? I mean, you talk about controversial figures in college basketball, Rim, it's, it's Bruce Pearl at the top of the, the list. The thing about this is Rim is outspoken about Bruce Pearl in the past. Yeah. Of course. It's easy to be. I've heard Rim talk negatively about Bruce Pearl. <laughs> For years. So many times for years. <laughs> for more than 10 years, I've been anti-Bruce Pearl. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, anyway, well, first, Charles Barkley did a little video message, which was cool. I'm not uh, sure Peter knew who Charles was, just a, I, just a note there. It was, I, she kind of whispered to him, hey, Charles bold. Barkley's talking up there. It's re- this is really cool. He didn't seem to care. 
Yeah, I would have been, I would have fainted, yeah. honestly, if, if Charles Barkley <laughs> were like, Rim, be nice, I've been like, I'd have fallen over. Uh, by the time they get their jerseys on, good old Bruce Pearl strolls in to completely take over the show. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope we don't just, have a lot of Auburn uh, fans. No, there, there listeners. are more people. There are more fan bases that have been jilted by Bruce Pearl than taken <laughs> to the promised land. So I think we're in the clear here. Okay. Holy I think we cow. got a big fan base in Tennessee. Uh, so he gives this big speech. You know, Bruce Pearl's always give whatever. He's always giving speeches, right? And he's going on about how great you know Maddie's dad is, how great Maddie is. Uh, then they do some dribbling drills, which make the. I need a breath, A.B. What'd you make of this? You well, know, they're doing real drills here. They put on the, sh- the jerseys. Peter says, I'm really good at half-court shots, okay? And then he throws a- True baller. A, a baseball-style <laughs> <laughs> half-court shot, which is the most random way to throw a half-court shot, to have it go in. No one does it that way anymore. You can inst- I think you could instantly tell from that moment on, Peter, Peter can't hoop. Period. I think he played. I think he was the quarterback in high school, so he probably thought I can throw a ball far. So I'm probably I'll good at half it, court yeah. shots. No, he's really, not. No, not even close. There's no worse way to throw a half court shot than a baseball. I don't think he hit the back throw. Court. No, he didn't hit. Didn't touch anything. Of course not. I mean, there's a reason people don't throw or shoot three pointers like yeah with <laughs> like yeah. over their like over a hand. <laughs> there's it's it's tough to throw it straight. Maddie, terrific dribbler. We knew that. Peter, better than I expected. A B. These were advanced level dribbling drills. Rim. These weren't. These weren't cookie cutter. This is no. two balls, which is tough just to do two balls on its own. He was. He did better than I expected. I got to give him props there. For a guy that can't hoop, he can't. has no talent. None. That's clear. <laughs> he None. did pretty good <laughs> for this situation. Uh, after the drills, Bruce Pearl says goodbye and hopes they have a wonderful dinner. I was pretty sure he would be at the dinner. I thought he, I thought he was giving a little <laughs> wink, like, "Hey, have a good dinner. I'll see you there." <laughs> and then, hey, oh, hey, Peter, what's going on? Welcome to the Pruitt household. <laughs> I thought Bruce had a funny line. Congrats on making two Final Fours. To uh, to Maddie. Okay, I didn't get they that. Made I'm so the stupid. Final. That's why I'm, I'm telling so you, stupid. Auburn is good at basketball right now. <laughs> No, no. I thought, did they make two Final Fours in a row? Did I skip No, no, no. Yeah, I get it. She made one Final Four. They made one Final Four, and she just made the Final Four by getting to hometowns a different type of Final Four rim. Clever. brilliant. That's a brilliant line (laughs) now that I know what he meant. That's a great line. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line. I never stop recruiting. Bruce Pearl. You have to respect it. Yeah. Um, Then they play a little one-on-one. Classic game of one on one where you play to five by ones and ones. Um, <laughs> I was I was very disappointed that that two that Peter luckily yeah. sank didn't count for two. Crazy. Yeah, I mean if you're gonna do, just we won't start. But if you're gonna play the game, play it the right way. That's if my you're thing. Play the game, I mean, just play the traditional way. Yeah. You could argue that playing by ones and twos. Uh, the the twos are t- way too valuable, they which are. I think is true. Yeah. But it's, that's doesn't matter. That's the way it's played. I'm a twos and threes to like yeah. twenty four guy instead of ones and twos to ten because it's more fair. That's just me. Yeah, I'm with okay. you also. But we don't make the rules of pickup basketball. This is just <laughs> something that you. Anyway, uh, Maddie can absolutely blow by. She her takes first him right step. to the hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Peter plays. This defense is back on his heels. Shit. It's bad. Flat footed. Form. Get it. Get get into a defensive stance and move your feet, Peter. Cut her off. That will never happen. <laughs> I think Peter scored the last basket when he was holding Madison in the air. Yeah. 
So he scored the last basket, and then Madison won five to three. That's how the game mm-hmm. happened. Is that accurate? I mean, that seemed accurate. no. That's what we saw. Yeah, I would have liked more from it, just to see embarrass yeah, okay. Peter a little more and show of off Maddie more. There wasn't enough one-on-one footage. Yeah, it would have been hilarious to see her score on him at will. That would have been funny. <laughs> they probably didn't even play make it take. They definitely didn't play make it take it. No. So, which would have been nice. I would have liked to see Peter get skunked. Uh, anyway, Madison thinks she could fall in love with Peter if the nighttime portion goes well. A lot riding on this family time, AP. Any any other takeaways from the daytime? No, a dream date. This was fun. I would have loved to do this if I was Of Peter. course. Of course. Nighttime. Peter and Madison roll in to the Pruitt household. Big greetings. And they immediately sit down for dinner. Immediately. The Pruitts have a special plate tradition, AB. I thought this was adorable. I like the tradition. I don't know. You seem lukewarm on It kind of misses me. Like, I could see... Really? I need to know more about it, I guess, Rim. Every night, do they do this? Like, they have to wait, like, five, ten minutes before they get to dig in on the good old southern food they got down there? Or is it probably Sundays only. Sundays Sundays Sundays. only? I can get behind. Fully get behind that. But if I'm having to talk about my sibling and say something nice about them every single night before I eat, that's not something I don't want to be a part of that. No, there's no way it's every night. The American family, AB, they don't sit down and have dinner at the dinner table anymore. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a, it's a shame with all the devices and the internet and yeah. such, you know, and then people are busy, but I can see them doing this once a week. I like that. And I thought it was cute. Yeah. I thought it was cute. They start with a prayer. Then mom gives a toast. Strange toast. I believe that the two of you both have greatness in your future. She's talking about Maddie and Pete. Not about Maddie and Coach Pruitt or her <laughs> other siblings. She's talking about the guys she just met and knows nothing about. Well, they've, they've seen him on TV, but she knows that Peter's got greatness in his future, whether that's with Maddie or not. It seemed almost irrelevant to the toast. The only thing from the dinner is I can already tell Peter's, or excuse me, Maddie's dad is skeptical of the entire situation. Mom and Madison leave the dinner table immediately. They didn't eat anything, okay? Saw the plates. Nobody ate anything. Don't blame him because, frankly, that food had probably been sitting out for hours anyway. It might have been fake. I wouldn't put it past him. Maddie says Peter has the kindest heart she's ever met. Do you... A lot of these people keep saying that about Peter. You know, I don't think he strikes me as exceptionally kind or thoughtful. I could see him being kind, Rim. (laughs) (laughs) You could see it. I could see it. I buy that. Maddie's mom talks about if her and Peter have talked about her saving herself from marriage. This was the reveal for people who didn't watch the preview, AB. Something we did not know, or I did not know until this moment. We all knew it. Yeah, we all knew it. You didn't. What'd you make of this conversation with that new context? I was blown away. I wasn't anticipating this, Rim. And it adds another big wrinkle into this relationship and makes me really question her winning anymore. Having her at number one on my power rankings. We'll see. She seemed to me a little... Of course, they haven't discussed it. They talked a little bit in their last one-on-one about her faith and how she holds that in her life and whether or not Peter could be... (laughs) 
that type of leader in their potential future household. But she seemed a little stressed by the prospect of having to have that conversation with him. Maybe thinking, and this is me speculating, but maybe thinking maybe we should have discussed this earlier before we got to Hometowns. meeting my family yeah. portion of the relationship. But Dad and Peter. Peter tells him he's already told Maddie that he's falling in love with her. That's pretty much the main takeaway I had from this. This was a typical parent convo. Do you have anything special to add here? No, Peter. He doesn't want to, yeah, I don't want you to break my daughter's heart, man. And that was kind of it. Maddie's dad wants specifics. You know, how can you prove to me that this is a real thing? And Peter can't get, like, he. Maddie's dad wants exactly what Ranger Rick wanted, which was a guarantee yeah. that if you're going to say anything like that to my to my daughter, you're going to pick her. And Peter can't provide anything like that. Uh, so they're, they're going nowhere. So he says as much. He's like, sorry, I can't, can't give you the answer you. right now. Can't, <laughs> can't tell, tell you. you. Sorry, you pal. You see, you, you see all these people? You see this show? This is big business. I can't. <laughs> think I'm going to just tell <laughs> you who wins? I can't tell you yeah. who wins. You think you're going to get that piece of information before everybody else? <laughs> no, Are you kidding no, me? No, Coach Pruitt? No, you seen this shit, buddy? Hey, little side note about Coach Pruitt. He's not, he's not an Auburn coach. What do you mean? He's not a coach. He's like in a, he's like, he handles the travel. He's not an assistant coach. They misled us. I saw director he, of operation. He's something, he's yeah. a is what he is. He's I'm like, going to bleep he's that like out person, so I don't get sued. He's like the person that, hand, that who schedules all the travel, does like the media relations stuff. Uh, but he's on the bench stuff. during games. Uh, is he? Or at least he used to be. Well, yeah, because he's literally in a gif I tweeted out of Pearl getting upset. Oh, is he? Okay. I think he's not an assistant coach listed as one, at least. And that's the vibe I thought. it. I thought he's an assistant coach. This is worth looking up, I think. I already Googled Coach Pruitt Auburn's salary because I was interested in that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you find it? Yeah, he's the director of operations. I think he used to be. Maybe he used to be on the bench? Like a, yeah, like a. Deep assistant coach. Here we go. While serving as an assistant coach, Pruitt primarily worked with the team's guards and played a key role oh, okay. in the development of the S. Blah blah blah. Bryce Brown, Jared Harper. So he's not Mustafa anymore, Aaron. but he is now. He's not anymore, but he was. He's still a big part of the program. Yeah, take for that what you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, Dad and Madison. So Dad's already talked to Peter. Can't possibly be pleased with how the conversation <laughs> went. It was. It was a nothing conversation. It ended with Peter saying, no, I can't tell you. Sorry. Yeah, I can't tell you, man. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Madison wants her dad's approval explicitly. She's like, she's saying to the camera, I want my parents to support me in this. When he was talking with Maddie, there was some implied language here. He said, hey, have you told them about your morals mm. and your faith? And yeah. dot, dot, dot was kind of how the conversation went. But to my surprise, he says, I'm not ready to say right now that it's him. However, I'm not ready to close the door either. So he's open to being supportive he's of open. this yeah. with Maddie. You know what's what's interesting and I didn't even think about throughout the entire episode until we started talking here? Peter didn't ask for any hands in marriage, Rim. He did not. Zero hands. None of the hands. Which... Last year, and I put this on our Instagram story at Rosecast Podcast, Colton asked for all He got the, all the hands. He got all the hands. Yeah. More hands that he could hold. Absolutely. And Peter asked for none. 
Now, depending on depending on how you view that act, that's either a step forward or a step backward in the franchise. It's <laughs> yeah. not staying the same. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't as funny. I thought it was interesting. Uh, yeah, and I didn't a, notice, especially that, yeah. knowing what you know about Maddie mm-hmm. and her family. I thought maybe it was a possibility there. They also he also might have asked some, but not all. So they didn't air any. Could be. Yeah, you know, but they didn't show any. Yep. That's for sure. I think. Really, when it comes to Peter, or Madison's dad, I think he probably has a gut feeling that it's not going to work out, that they're not going to match up. He has a feeling like the viewer has a feeling like maybe they do really like each other, but chances are. I don't are. think they're going to make that commitment yeah. if they're not on that same page on some big things. Yeah. So he was kind of comfortable letting it fizzle out. What do you make of Peter and Madison smooching on the patio? Peter says he's head over heels falling in love with her. That's he says to the camera, I love Madison. That's something to say the least. That's more than he's given anyone else. Maybe Hannah and it's close, but that's those are big words. Did you expect Madison to either say I'm falling in love with you or have the discussion about how she regards her sexual choices? That's a terrible way to say it, but you know what I mean? No, I think I think her dad being hesitant of the whole situation. I think she she takes her dad's opinion very seriously. And the fact that he wasn't all in for it made her kind of pump the brakes on everything. Not that she doesn't love him or whatever, but she's going to just, she's going to play it a little slower going forward. You could see it was kind of weighing on her. Her dad's half in, half out. Yeah. Like you said, open the idea, not close, but. Definitely not full-throated support for We've almost been talking for like an hour, so we need to take a break. Victoria F. Hometown, daytime, Virginia Beach, the clips. (laughs) (laughs) They start at the beach... Um, they started the beach, AB kind of pretty dogs there. They make their, they make their way to an old timey photo place where they dress up as slave owners. (laughs) Um, (laughs) just kidding around, just kidding around. (laughs) Listen, I wrote that as a joke initially knowing that it would get a big laugh at AB. You're right. But then at the end, they showed the year, they wrote the year on the back of the card. It was the Civil War. It was the middle of the Civil War. The <laughs> yeah. year they wrote on there was yeah. the middle of the Civil War. Yeah. You couldn't do a different year? Yeah. Anyway. Yep. So. I was confused. Peter seemed really, like, extremely excited to do this. He's like. Nah, oh. He's just, I don't. He's, it was a crab rangoon reaction. Like, he was acting like it was a once in a <laughs> lifetime just, situation to take an old timey photo. <laughs> I mean, have you ever had an opportunity to take an yeah, old timey photo? Yeah, they do them at Adventureland. In Iowa. All right. In my face. <laughs> Big in my face. <laughs> Big in my face. All right. Um, I haven't well, ever done it because it doesn't interest. That doesn't interest me. And I know it doesn't interest <laughs> Peter. Uh, Victoria seems more comfortable here, AB. Yeah. Feeling like herself, she even says. She's not. Oh, my God. Do you even like me? Uh, she's a little more, you know, happy yeah. to be with Having Peter. fun. How long will that last? Not very long. No. She's got another surprise for him. It's a country singer date. Well, hold up, Rim. First, they they sit down on the boardwalk and enjoy some oysters and mimosas by the beach. Did you notice All that right. part? Well, you know, 
What about it? No comment? Just enjoyed. <laughs> it was nice. Seems <laughs> nice. Nice, we... nice moment. You're just going to... Bl- Do those two things not go together? I don't... No, they go great. It's just... Uh, All right. It's fun moments. All right. Good day. I don't like to highlight the nice parts of... It doesn't fit my narrative to <laughs> okay. highlight the good things about Victoria's What I hometown. thought when I saw that is this is the life Peter wants, okay? He wants That's oysters true. and mimosas <laughs> by the beach. He doesn't want crab rangoons <laughs> and burgers with yeah. the foliage and burgers. No, That's or freaking okay. playing basketball at Auburn. That's not what he's into. Being he's into on the hardwood. Yeah, he's into oysters on the beach. That's what I thought. Anyway, that's actually carry great on. insight. Actually, great insight because that it does matter. Yeah, lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yep. Yep. Like I said, she's got a surprise for him. Hunter Hayes in the house. Setting up a surprise concert, AB. I don't know if I've ever seen a concert take up this large a portion of a hometown, yeah. but setting up a concert is a really good way to avoid having to talk to the lead slash, in Victoria's case, getting in an argument. Avoiding fights. Eating up a lot of potential yeah. bickering time for these two. Absolutely. So smart strategy on her end, I suppose. Yep. But you're not talking. The lyrics to one of these Hunter Hayes songs, which Peter knows, I don't want easy, I want crazy. Wow. A little spot on for my taste, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Anything on the concert before we move on to... No, Victoria seems real pleased with herself after it's done. She <laughs> says it's a wrap. She says, Kelsey, <laughs> Hannah Ann, and Maddie can might as well go home because I'm going to be Miss, Mr. Mrs. Uh, Weber. Is that his name? Peter Weber? Peter Weber. Mrs. Weber. Is she... I mean... It's a wrap. over. Is, is she rap. wrong? I mean, it's almost like, <laughs> how can you question her at this point? After the concert, they say goodbye, B. A mystery woman appears. Blurred face. Blurred face? I don't know if the voice was disguised. If you're going to blur the face, you got to disguise the voice. And then Peter says the Peter's, name later. Peter says her name. <laughs> There's nothing disguised about this. And it's this. not, a, I'm not even going to say the name because I want to protect the innocent here. It's not a name. It's a Googleable name. It's not Lisa. <laughs> you could probably <laughs> figure out who this person is pretty easily. Apparently an ex of Peter's. Yes. And she gives Peter some advice. What'd you make of this? She says, just be careful. My favorite warning for people is just <laughs> be careful. Victor- as vague as it gets. <laughs> Victoria is here for the wrong reasons. She mentions Victoria has broken up some other couples. It was vague, vague criticisms Cheater. of Victoria. Cheater. That's what that means. You think so? She she cheated. Of course. Okay. That's what that. Okay. Couple. There's a couple. Victoria breaks them up. Victoria's over here. Victoria and the guy. And now I'm wrapping the the, the Victoria finger around the guy finger to symbolize cheating. Meanwhile, the pinky over here is getting cheated on. Me personally? That's what's going on. That's not a Victoria problem. That's the cheater. uh, The guy's problem. Isn't it? No, but if you're a willing accomplice and multiple, if you're a consistent, multiple, if it's a consistent thing, sure. I think there's some responsibility you need to take if that's actions you've done. I wasn't sold on what this mystery woman was saying, Rem. I need more specifics. And Peter was too dumb to ask her for any specifics. <laughs> he let her walk away without getting the details. Like who? Because he's going to. where, when, why? Who, what, when, where, why? What is the situation? Because I'm going to have to bring this up to Victoria. And you. this plays out later. Victoria's like, who? 
who is she talking about? What is she talking about? And Peter's like, I don't know. This is just what she told me. It's like, Peter, why didn't you ask some questions to get some details so you can actually, you know, confront her with the information? You know, I was really... I was overjoyed when this happened because I thought, here we go. We're getting another Peter investigation. This is not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. uh, in in Peter's defense, though, the blurred woman said, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so <laughs> why mean- even ask questions? Because no. that's all she's going to say. <laughs> the, uh, the blurred be careful. Woman, that's all I'm going to say. The blurred woman says they used to be friends, ran in the same circles, and they aren't friends anymore. And Victoria is not a good person. Strong words. Well, what do you think that means, A.B.? Do you think that means Victoria said mean things or something more serious? I'm going to convince you by the end of this. Um, Also can't be overlooked, like, Bachelor World is too small. Of course, this is great for television, but Peter's ex ex knows someone in his top four, and he's also going on dates with someone and the ex is a famous country star and it's just we need to the web yeah open it up is is too dense right now we need to open the web a little more i agree i mean odds that someone who knows victoria or was at that concert date is on the next season of the bachelor are 100 percent. i just think the producers the producers have went too far the direction of we need forced drama Yes. And they think that by having these people know each other, it's going to be like, oh, this is the juicy stuff we as Bachelor Nation want. And it is somewhat, but we don't, it's too much. Like it's, the connections are too, they're not, it's none of it's a coincidence anymore. And it's unbelievable to a lot of us that this stuff keeps popping up. And it's, it's especially happened this season. The Rock standing up, slow clapping. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. It's too much right now. They're almost, they're too powerful. They're like, they've got their hands. Sometimes it's like a great, it's like a great um, broadcaster. When something, a big game winning shot happens, the best broadcasters shut up and let the moment take over. Let the reality of what just happened sink in for the fan. Let it breathe. The worst ones smother it with saying too much and trying to get you to think this certain We're way. We're being and just smothered. The moment. We're getting Great smothered point. by these producers right now. That being said, I like this. I like this particular scene. <laughs> I like it. Every but scene individually Overall, I've liked. <laughs> but the, the compounding effect is like, geez, here we go again. Nothing's natural anymore. Yeah. There's no serendipitous, can't believe that happened drama. It's all... Pulling the strings, the marionette, the godfather. Mm-hmm. Anyway, nighttime. Victoria F. Victoria F. is pleased with how this day has gone so far. Mainly because, quote, Peter saw a side of me that's less crazy than how I've been this whole time. So here we have a Final Four contestant basically admitting that they haven't been acting like themselves themselves yeah. the whole season. That's so that good. should play out well. Great. Um, to the camera, she says she's falling in love with him. Wow. She's convinced her her family's going to love Peter as well. And inside the house, both her parents are on board with the speed of this process. What did you make of Peter arriving, ready to discuss the mystery woman? Peter is in a bad headspace, Rim. 
Real bad. Bad energy. Real bad. You know when Peter's energy's all fucked up right away when he shows up. And it was this time. He's moping around. Let me talk to you. Got something real serious. I couldn't believe they went and sat on the stoop of the house as the family was waiting inside. It was way too close. Way too close. Not where I would have done it. No. <laughs> you got to pull her away a little bit, maybe to the car or something. I don't know. Have them take you somewhere. This is a sit in the car conversation. This is not this is right outside the of the... With the doors closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah. Right outside the front stoop, they can hear you. Yeah. Victoria senses something is wrong, so she debuts a new voice. Um, they're sitting on the steps and Peter says, Hey, one of my exes was at the date, like how one of your exes was at the other date. And she says, and again, he says her name, which, which is similar to when he said, Hey, Sydney, why don't you tell everybody what <laughs> you said about them? Just like, you don't need to really pull her in like that. And then states blurred woman's claims that Victoria has been the culprit of multiple broken relationships. Again, I ask you, Ab, what did you think he meant? What do you think she meant by that? I had no, I, I didn't know. But to use your now head, that AB. you're saying it, this is very dumb of me. <laughs> but in the moment, I don't know what I thought. Jeez, <laughs> Jeez what's Victoria I doing? <laughs> I didn't know what. Pretty I, obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's obvious now that you say it. All right. What did you make of Victoria's reaction? They get into an instant knockdown, dragout fight. Each of Zero them, each of them being very petty. Neither of them, especially, well, I guess especially Victoria, uh, unwilling to have a grown-up conversation here with Peter. It goes from bad to worse almost immediately um, when she's questioned, which is a red flag for me. Anyone that's that defensive, unwilling to talk about something that's brought up to them, probably there's some truth to what was being said about him. All her... her re- her reaction told me guilty. Guilty. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> That's just the, how I felt. I mean, uh, she said right away, I haven't broken up any other relationships. That was a quick line. And then from there, it was there was no other. If someone is accusing you of being a homewrecker and you're not, I would think that you would strongly deny and then consistently reiterate that denial now offer evidence to the contrary but instead it's just like oh you're can't believe you're you're doing this so much drama i can't believe you're doing this to me how are we gonna do the hometown now that was the now the basis for her reaction uh, not denial victoria uh, apologist devil's advocate here i'm not one an apologist yeah i was gonna say just to to be the other side (laughs) here she does ask him like who are you talking about what couple and he can't give her he can't give her any specifics so that would be a little annoying to me like you're gonna bring this up i don't even know who the hell you're talking about peter apologist (laughs) which i'm not one peter devil's advocate we're on neither of these two sides (laughs) no no we're really not we're really not even if blurred woman told him the details more details that he should have asked for he can't really, on this TV show, bring up the broken relationships of people who have nothing to do with this show can't name into names. the storyline. Yeah. You can't name names. That's fair. I mean, you're looking at lawsuits if that happens, even if they bleep them out, because that also brings in like the online rumor mill yeah. of who these... I mean, imagine being Well, it's already started, I'm sure, though, right? This. I'm sure it is. We don't know. But I don't know if names are named in those rumors. Yeah. Anyway... 
Victoria just struck me as seeming more upset that her hometown was ruined. Yeah. And once they started the the back and forth, she also seemed bent on making sure it stayed ruined. Didn't happen. Yeah. She once she once this was out there, she was like, "Well, now we she now what now we, we can't do this." Yeah. <laughs> you know, when there was there was a moment where they could have salvaged it and then had a dinner after, if they talked about it like you said, like adults. Peter seemed to be rightfully so uh just confused and annoyed at how she handled this situation he's even like why are you acting like this right now all i did was (laughs) ask you this one question we don't have he basically is like we don't have to ruin this whole night i don't think i just want to talk this out and she seems unwilling to talk it out in the moment she just doesn't handle these type of situations well she shuts down and turns real childish when this type of stuff has happened in this season I don't blame her for being upset. This is a curveball sure. out of nowhere. Right before, they're on the stoop of the hometown house yeah. after what she thought was a great day. But you got to handle this situation a little better than this. If you're not willing to talk about it at all, not a great sign. No. <laughs> I would say. Um, she even says, I have nothing to say to you right now. It quickly turned mad. It turned into Victoria being mad at Peter while Peter just begs to calmly talk yeah, about yeah. it. Um, she walks away, curses out the cameras, quote, I can't catch a break. That was telling to me. What do you mean? I can't catch a break. That says to me, you're caught up in something true. Like, I didn't get away with this thing. I can't catch a break. I don't know. Something rubbed me wrong about that. Well, she's also, I guess, in the context of stuff keeps popping geez, up. What are the odds? Chase Rice is was that yeah. my one on one date type of thing? I would guess that Victoria has caught plenty of breaks in her life <laughs> for one reason or another. I would guess that she's gotten away with some things. Uh, perhaps she has the eyes where you can just bat them and problems go away, as they basically did here. Uh, because after she comes back from walking away from the cameras. It's Peter who's apologizing. She flipped it. For making it seem like he was taking the mystery woman's side. So she is mad. Peter, Victoria is mad at Peter for, quote, taking her side when really he wasn't. He was just like, hey, someone said this. Uh, someone I know and trust. Is that true? Tell me. Let's talk about it. Let's just talk about this. And that was in Victoria's eyes. You're taking her side. Yeah. Um, Victoria says, I was going to say I'm falling in love with you. And then she starts crying. What did you make of the rest of this, A.B.? I just didn't see any way that they could salvage this oh, no. hometown date. It was incredible. Uh, I've never seen anything like this where they go there and they don't go in the house. I just, so many thoughts going through my head on how, where do they go from here? At one point, they got to meet, he's got to meet the family, right? One would how think. does this work? You know, a couple seasons ago, it was kind of a big deal when I don't remember which bachelor didn't ask. It was that might have been a contestant didn't ask for some hand of marriage, yeah, hand in marriage, and then he had to call. I think it was might Jordan Rogers and Rachel. Maybe it might have Jordan Rogers yeah. had to call and do it before. Now we have a situation where he's got to meet the family before you get engaged. Hasn't met the family. Yeah. Hasn't met the family, and they wanted to meet him, and they seem to be the most on board with the process <laughs> too. Um, Victoria asks him. This is a classic spin zone, too. They were going back and forth about, well, you Victoria gives up so easily. She Once she's met with this Have you ever fought for something in your life, he asked her. 
Exactly. <laughs> and she says, well, if I give up so easily, why do you even, why are you still here? Why do you still like me? Why do you still like me? Vibes. Trying to yeah. get him to like cut it off with her. Yep. And then eventually Victoria starts crying and apologizes. Peter gives a hug, gives her a hug while she sobs. And, and then he leaves. Hop in the whip and ride out. They seem to be, I mean, on as good a terms as you can be after that chaos. A debacle of a night. Absolute debacle, horrible <laughs> night. <laughs> Quick recap. They did not talk about whether or not Victoria is a homewrecker. Didn't talk about no. it. No. Someone claimed that. Someone claimed that. A serial homewrecker. Someone said that. Someone Peter trusts. Which gives the accusation weight in Peter's eyes. And Peter didn't meet the family. Yep. That's how that hometown went. <laughs> okay. Think about how poor the family think about Peter right now. How poorly these the family, yeah. their opinion of Peter is right now. And in fact, when she's crying on her own, the family finally kind of moseys outside to see, uh, peeking through <laughs> the window. Mosey. They see what's going on. A couple of the brother and the dad are acting like they're going to follow the car for a second. I don't know if you <laughs> caught that. But then they kind of all huddle around Victoria and support her. But this is a bad situation for everyone involved. I don't know how you... You could not have a hometown go worse than how this went. Unless the father and Peter fought in the street. That would be the only thing that could happen (laughs) that would make this a worse night. Yeah. I mean... Wow. So here you are. That's all the hometowns. And you're thinking... Okay. It's got to be done here, right? (laughs) Yeah, we're done here, here. I mean, obviously, Victoria, yeah. Still in Virginia Beach the next day. Peter, confused conflicted his heart is broken ab because victoria f is falling in love with him but she was also crying yes to me there's not much to be confused about okay someone said something someone made a claim (laughs) about victoria victoria basically didn't deny it It, it's true all hell broke loose it spiraled out of control and you didn't meet her family to me this seems like a move on situation <laughs> it's a time to, to get out cut ties with it's this relationship get, you have three other like relationships the dates went relatively smoothly you have expressed falling in love with each of them two of three so yep. what's going on here victoria shows up at peter's hotel they sit down they they talk you know she says i'm sorry for how last night went peter says he doesn't really understand how their blowups keep happening when 99% math of the time together is good. I think he got the ratios flipped, DB. I think 1% of their time together is good and 99% yeah, he is got dealing up. with chaos. <laughs> he, got a, he got the number. He's not a math guy. I don't remember the last time they had a good time legitimately when there was no you know, concert distraction. When it's just them talking... The start of the day was the best time we've seen them together, but it was quickly, <laughs> quickly ruined before even the nighttime. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Victoria starts crying about how her effort is not good enough for Peter. And then here's a strange quote. For some reason, I can't walk away from you. Number one, why would you want to walk away? What did he do? He didn't do What has he done to cause you to walk (laughs) away from him? And two, I mean, if you're falling in love with him, shouldn't you want to maybe put a tiny bit of effort into mending whatever quarrels are going on so that you won't need to consider walking away from him? Secondly, you walk away from him every day. Every single day, you get up and walk away and give up on the date (laughs) and Peter. Some of this just feels fake to me, Rim. Oh. 
with How Victoria. I just don't, I don't know. It seems like she's acting some of this. A lot of what she says doesn't really add. Nothing's up. adding up with this whole relationship. It's hard to it's hard to really get a grasp on what's going on. Well, I have a theory. We'll get to that later. Okay. Peter says he doesn't want to make a decision right now because the producers told him to wait until the rose ceremony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty obvious. Producers told him <laughs> not to. Because Victoria says, ball's in your court now. I'm falling in love with you. You can either choose to keep me or let me go. And it's like, first of all, that's how the show works. That was always how it was going to go. <laughs> the ball's in your court <laughs> the ball's now. always yeah. in Peter's really court for one. Court. What are you talking about? <laughs> but she did kind of force him. To she, I think she wanted a decision there, but Peter's not gonna. Producers aren't gonna let that happen. No, well, she she said that, and then he he looks like this <laughs> off <laughs> looks to the, the side. <laughs> he looks off to the side and goes, "I'm not." And then looks back at her and goes, "I'm gonna. I'm do gonna that need later. some time. Yeah, <laughs> I need to think about that." Uh, and that's it. They hug goodbye. Peter or Victoria hands him their old timey photo. Sad piano music plays. She's crying in the hallway. She doesn't want to lose him. Maybe that was an acting moment. If you, if you, yes. you know, if you want to buy into that theory, she when she's like, I don't want to lose him. It's like everything you've done makes it seem weeks, like you want to lose him. Makes it seem like you do want that to happen. <laughs> so it's tough to believe. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. Anything else on that conversation? Nope. You knew it would happen because their goodbye in the yard wasn't enough the night before. It yeah. wasn't anything it was just like i think she even said i'll call you later yeah. something like that it was like <laughs> okay um all right rose ceremony you got three great girls in victoria there oh you really do couple things number one it seems like this episode for us has been flying by it is not it seemed to me like we've been blowing through this having a great time not the case hour 20 wow number two <laughs> devastating absolutely beautiful <laughs> setting for the rose ceremony. Gorgeous. Most beautiful I can remember. Agreed. Terrific lighting, AB. Mm-hmm. Shout out to lighting. It was the same hangar where they did that group date. Yeah. So Gorgeous. do they fly them all back to California and do this? What do you think? They're holograms? I just don't know where <laughs> they all meet. <laughs> California. Okay. What do you mean? What kind of questions? Have you ever seen the fucking Bachelor before? <laughs> they all come back. What are you talking about? Where else are they going to do I don't do know. It? I just think they maybe meet somewhere in the middle. This seems expensive Absolute for no brain reason. Fart from AB. No, it's not a brain no. fart. I'm talking about logistically, price wise, flying everyone to the far west coast Coach, to fly out yeah. the next day. That's how this game works. That's why they went to Cleveland. They need to collect the checks so they can pay for That's these plane I'm tickets saying. later. Let's meet in the middle. You can't. What are you going to have in Kansas? Well, the, the other thing is Peter is from there. So it's yeah. logistically, it makes, you know That's what I mean? True. They're not going to do it in randomly in, you know, South Dakota. Where are we at here? Madison, Hannah, and Kelsey Victoria stroll up from the limos. It's clear who's going home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Peter, they all think Peter's their future husband, but does Peter fa- say, see it the same way? The ball's in his court. Stay tuned. Victoria is unsure. She's. Not sure she's in a good spot. She's convinced that she's the one not going to roast. Yeah, you didn't have a hometown. Yeah. I would be concerned. <laughs> I would be a little concerned about what's going to happen here. Peter's here. I'll give him this. He seemed genuinely saddened by having to send one of them home. I agree. He was. He had to pause and he said, you know, this can be tough. Especially have, after he met almost all their families. That makes it tougher when you meet almost all their families. <laughs> Rose order. Hannah Ann, Madison, Victoria F. Wow. 
Kelsey, no Rose. In the moment, what did you think, AB? Kelsey was the one who loved him the most, Rim. I just can't fathom why Peter would keep Victoria. And it makes me question if she's actually the front runner, Rim. When when something like this happens and there's so there's we are provided with no information on why he would keep this contestant around. They didn't have a hometown. How they did. It was the worst hometown in the history of the show, actually. He didn't meet the parents, though. How are they going to come back from this? Everything pointed to him sending her home. And the fact that he didn't was surprising, but also telling in how much he actually feels for Victoria F. Otherwise, what would be his reason to keep her around right now? It's just drama. It's all drama. And there's no drama with any of the other people. So another thing is maybe Peter likes that drama. I think he does. Another thing to think about there. Maybe I'm being a little Wilbon myself here saying I wasn't you surprised this? by this. There was a lot of shock that he picked Victoria over Kelsey or that he picked Victoria at all. He has given her all these chances and she keeps kind of pushing him away every opportunity she gets. So it doesn't logically make sense. And what I'm about to say is vulgar, but this is a person who is thinking with his AB, not his brain. Is that not obvious anymore? I mean, what is really, people, what do you think is actually happening here? This is the worst relationship <laughs> out of all the ones he's had on the show. Nothing is going well here. And he didn't say, and Kelsey was the one he hasn't said I love you to, compared to yeah. Hannah Ann and Madison. She was... I, I forgot the word. Innocent bystander almost. She was the yeah. collateral damage is the word I'm looking for. Obviously, Kelsey is way more ready for marriage, actually likes him, unlike Victoria F. They get along great, pleasant, everything. Whole package. She's great. Yeah. And he picked Victoria F. I can't disagree with anything you said there. I hate I to say it. That's just the reality of this is a guy who that's is how he's thinking. He's a hornball. He's a hornball. We've been saying it all season. I've been saying it all season. I'm not <laughs> shocked by this. I knew this was going to happen. I, of course, I burst out laughing. It's objectively the wrong thing to do. It's only going to get worse. And it's <laughs> just going to it's gonna blow up in his face. And let me say this, AB. Not spoiled. This When he sent Kelsey home, this confirmed to me that he's not going to end up with anybody. He's not going to end up with Hannah Ann because I don't think he really feels it with her. Though I am surprised by how well their date went today. 100%. This week. He's not going to end up with Anna Ann. He's not going to end up Victoria because obviously, I mean, that is like, those two chemicals are combustible. That's yeah. not going to work. That's going to be an explosion. You think Victoria would say yes, please. <laughs> and he's not going to end up with Madison. No, not just for her looming ultimatum regarding the fantasy suites, but Peter... Is not going to be a faith leader of a household anytime soon. <laughs> so who is he going to end up with? Logically, who's who's he going to end up with out of these three? AB, tell me who you think. Well, you're going to have to wait for my uh, power rankings, Rim. I don't. I think when he sent Kelsey home, it was like, all right, well, marriage is out of the question <laughs> on this <laughs> yeah. show. It's just not going to happen now. Yeah, That's what you. I think. I hear you. But then again, I'm the one who put Kelsey at the top of my power rankings yeah, this going is a into bias. this week. Yeah. So I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. That's just a general comment. <laughs> Um, all right, AB, anything about how Peter and Kelsey's conversation or anything else 
No, I don't. Uh, she handled it maturely, like we'd expect. Uh, I'm excited to see the mailbag to see if people think she is the next Bachelorette. So, well, somehow she's the front runner from this season. Of the people that were on this season, she's now the front runner for Bachelorette, which is astounding to me. Secondly, I I pick and chose the mailbag questions to not. So, as, I mean, Kelsey probably got the most, especially after last night, the most support. But I got I picked like interesting answers. Yeah, more so than representative, but yeah, I mean, Peter managed to make Kelsey like the most sympathetic figure. Yeah, on the season. Wow. Anyway, next week they're going to Gold Coast, Australia, which is going to be unbelievable. The sights, gorgeous. The sights, the sounds. Wow. The crab rangoons. Who knows what they have <laughs> down there? <laughs> on his way out of the hangar, Madison pulls Peter aside, presumably to discuss her feelings on the upcoming fantasy suites. Maybe we don't know yet. That's a. I feel like you could have maybe, maybe told them before the roses were given out. Rim. You know, I don't know. That's a discussion for next week. We've already sure. gone long. Okay. I think it'll be more of a storyline in next week's episode. It is interesting how she's gone about this. I'll put it that way. All right. Uh, let's quickly go to the mailbag, and then we'll get to power rankings and wrap it up. Uh, before we get to the mailbag, I have to periodically do this. Just want to remind people that we are spoiler-free. Spoiler-free. I'm the one, when you text the mailbag, I'm the one who reads it. When you DM the Instagram, I'm the one who reads it. Don't. We don't do spoilers. Okay. You spoiled? I'm not spoiled, but okay. people are trying, letting shit fly. They're saying things. <laughs> getting real that loose I'm, in the mentions. It's getting people are playing fast and loose in the mentions. <laughs> the thing what happens on Instagram is people follow without listening to you know from Instagram. Sure, they that have no f- idea. They yeah. have no idea that it's a podcast. They have no. It says spoiler free in the thing, but. That's still not enough. So we have people who don't know. And you have to follow to comment for that reason, because people who didn't follow are commenting, and that's how they spoil. So we have, like, restrictions here, and people are still playing fast and loose. Don't. Even if you want to frame what you're saying is I'm not spoiled, if it sounds too accurate, I'm going to get mad. Yeah. <laughs> if your theory sounds too accurate, <laughs> Anyway, last week's question was, two-part who do you think peter ends up with is that right yep and what do you want to be who do you want to be the next bachelorette the text line is 773-234-7794 amanda from st louis there is zero chance he's ending up with any of the final four the only way he's not alone on after the final rose is if him and hannah b have magically found their way back together i'm still rooting for that pretty hard even though Peter's a complete numbskull as a bachelor, I still like him and want him to be happy. And Hannah is the only answer for that to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Peter isn't... We make fun of Peter a lot. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. Not like at all. Some bachelors have seemed... Or some people that we hate on a lot don't seem like good people. Peter seems like a f- fine person. Absolutely. Someone I'd probably get along with. Just not the best batch, Not the best person to host... A show. Carry a show. Carry a show on his back. It's just, it's been hard. Who knows what kind of numbskull things I would do if I were in his position. Oh, yeah. Which is why I would never apply to be. Yeah. Which is why I went on that long rant last week. Like, hey, you put yourself here, pal. (laughs) But agreed. Seems like a fine, absolutely fine person. Just numbskull bachelor. That's fine. That's fine. Hey. Yeah. It's good for us. It's been great content. (laughs) Emily from Reno. I think now is the perfect time to go back to Bachelor Bachelorette roots 
and pick a random nobody. Hmm. I don't believe there's a clear fan favorite from this season, and it would give people who don't watch, this is a very good point, it would give people who don't watch currently the opportunity to get involved with the show without having to know about all the past seasons slash people. Clean slate. Clean slate. I mean, that's a, that's a great point because the, the faithful Bachelor and Bachelorette viewers aren't going anywhere. We're not going to say no. just because you brought on a new person, like, no, nah, we're out because nope. it's not in the Bachelor family. We're going to watch and it might bring on some new people. That's a great point. It's common sense. It's what WWE, and again, this franchise is so much like pre- professional wrestling. <laughs> WWE brings in famous people, outsiders all the time. It's gimmicky. Real wrestling gimmicky. fans roll their eyes. But when there's they famous people, that attracts eyeballs who don't normally watch. Period. It's common so you think, sense. You're saying they should bring in a famous person. Oh, yeah. That well, everyone uh, knows. Emily from Reno said oh, a nobody. Okay. Uh, she said a nobody. You want I a famous said, person. I think a famous person is just smart business. I a do reasonably too. famous yeah. single person. Like Grocer Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Two bachelor, bachelor seasons back to back. Just have just Grocer, grocer Joe. Um, 301 area code. Would love to see another Hannah B season. She's the queen of the franchise. Yeah. Or it'd be great if Pilot Pete ended up with her. None of the girls are impressive enough to be Bachelorette material. Seems like they're all in it for followers or to be the next Bachelorette. Peter got a bad batch of women for sure. P.S. Love your podcast. Even the native commercials. Shout out. Just special shout out to native. Listen to the commercials. Buy the deodorant. Great deodorant. They're good to us. Thank you. Thank you. Anonymous person. Hannah B is the queen of the franchise. That's a fact. Facts. Angie. I think Natasha is in the running. I think that's why they kept her so long and then gave her one-on-one so we could get to know her a little better. I think they are tired of the youngsters, and I think making Natasha the Bachelorette would take care of two things. A, bring an older crowd in, and of course, bring in a person of color. Then from there, they can have a Bachelor who is a person of color. I have a feeling they are regretting not making Mike the Bachelor. Angie, thank you for your text. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought. That's why we read it. But I, deep down, I don't think they're, they care about laying the foundation for a black bachelor. I don't think they care. AB, take? Think it's plausible they that's did. why they kept Natasha on? No, I, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting thought, but they, didn't, they still didn't give us enough of Natasha to make it a reasonable choice for the bachelorette. Like, we still yeah. don't know anything about her. That would be very random if she was the bachelor. I would I be surprised. I, it yeah. would be nice was, if that was their thought Again, process, I was surprised. very surprised with Hannah. So it's ha- stuff is stuff like that's happened. Absolutely. Could be. I mean, we you go back and listen to the episodes when they announced Hannah or the early episodes of Hannah's Bachelorette. Stunned. We were we were not <laughs> <laughs> I would not have foreseen that we'd be agreeing with a comment that she's the queen of the franchise now. Yeah, exactly. Phoebe in New York, I would like to see Sydney from Colton season. We hardly got a chance to see who she was during our time in Paradise and on The Bachelor. I've been following on her on Instagram, and she seems like a great person. Unfortunately, that's not part of the criteria. That's an editorial note. It will probably be Taisha, though. She campaigned hard for it during Bachelor in Paradise. There is a lot of Taisha support in the mailbag. Yes. Makes sense. Rhonda. I'll put it, if you want to boil it down to skin color of possible leads, I think Taisha has a much better Ahead chance than Natasha. Natasha. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, Rhonda, next Bachelorette, Hannah Brown again. Peter goes after her again, and she sends him away again. Both are train wrecks. 
tough words from Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> not mincing words. No, not mincing words. Rhonda is not playing around. Not playing games right now. No. Allie from DC. I would love for it to be Kelly. She's mature, fun, and a real career woman. Do I think they'd do it? Probably not. Justice for Mike. There is also a lot of pro Kelly. Justice for Mike. Comments. There is a groundswell of people I've gathered that think Kelly got a really bad edit on the most recent on that three on one. Kelly out of nowhere became a villain. And if if people get behind that idea, then they throw support in the other direction. So I don't think that I don't think Kelly would even want to do it. And she definitely can't be controlled by producers. So I don't see it happening. But I mean. It goes back to, I understand bad edits happen, but she did, it came out of her mouth when she said, I'm a lawyer, what are these other two? That that happened. I don't know that that's, yeah. I don't like people that say stuff like that. I don't know. Unfortunately, it'd be, you go back to that clip. It's, Was it cut think, up a little bit? I think it was three separate clips spliced into one sentence. Oh, three. okay. Well, then we're <laughs> yeah. talking, then now you're talking. But the words, something. but she did still say some unflattering things yeah. on camera about them. I'm not willing to say not any of these suggestions aren't going to happen. I think it's wide open. It's wide open. It's right like the now. NBA this year, you know? Yep. Um, did you turn around on Kelly at all? You started off not liking her no, I better did, than this attitude. I was going to add more about how I don't see why what we gathered that would someone would consider her fun. I don't I didn't see anything from that, but I didn't mm. want to I didn't want to rag on her anymore. <laughs> She's had her time under <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um Nothing this is from Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Amanda in Dubai. This is from Amanda in Dubai. Dubai. This is a strong Ooh. take. Now, it's either from Amanda in Dubai or Amanda Amanda's Dubai? last name is Dubai. Yeah. Because okay. there's no comma in between. I put the comma in. Okay. Because it looks better for Let's us. Let's just assume Dubai. <laughs> Someone's in Dubai. If we're big in Dubai. My vote is for Alea. I wasn't a huge fan of her on the first watch. I was sucked into the Sydney and Victoria P character assassination and producer edit. However, in hindsight, now I think she deserves a second chance after being railroaded out of Peter's season. She's stunning playful and not afraid to make an entrance she won't be everyone's cup of tea but it will be good tv okay similar to the kelly theories a lot of people seem to think that alea well it's the same thing with hannah got toasted hannah brown got a bad edit she was she was the villain for a couple episodes of her season and then became everyone loves hannah now she's the most popular person in the franchise I have a harder time seeing that transformation with Alea than I do with. But if they're following the same recipe, pageant girl got a bad edit, and we don't want them to. For the record, I do not want. No, I don't want that. But if they're if they're thinking like it worked with Hannah, let's just re up. Let's just see if it'll work again. I could buy that. Last one on this topic from Melissa. I think we will end up with wishy washy Victoria for Bachelorette. Victoria F. F. Victoria F. She's got two X's on the show, can't make decisions, which is good for TV, and can make good interview content. Just have to forget her controversy off screen, which, as we know, it was a she modeled for a White Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. So a not insignificant controversy. Yep. 
and not sure if that could really happen. My ideal world would be a franchise factory reset and get a random woman as lead. A couple things. One, I think Victoria would be an amazing bachelorette because she is just chaos, constant chaos waiting to happen. And imagine 13 like combustible relationships yeah. all at once. Dudes falling all over themselves, <laughs> yeah. flying around the world to get mistreated by Victoria. It would be good television. <laughs> Undeniably. Absolutely. Obviously, yeah, I mean, I could see why people... I've, I've gotten more jaded as uh, the longer I watch a franchise. You used to be like, no, the, the villains are bad, but now I'm like, I'd watch Victoria. Bring them on. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them on. Hell yeah. Bring them on. And another note, I, I mentioned earlier, bringing on a famous person to be the lead. I would also like a random person. Sure. Also. I think they need to extract themselves more from the social media aspect of the show. A I think the more I think the ahead. white lives matter uh that would be thing. Tough. I think that's going to disqualify her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Flat out. Yeah, she's not a real she's I just not don't a real think she's a candidate. I just don't think it's possible. Especially with Cosmo coming out so hard and saying yeah, just this is why she's not on, on the cover. Yeah. That yep. was a body blow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's tough. Yep. Um okay, a couple unrelated ones. Davin in DC, do you think the mysterious woman, and he has says the name here, which we've made a rule not to say, <laughs> was asked by was asked to do to talk to Peter by Victoria? Oh, oh you okay. like to stay woke, AB? Whoa. Based on Victoria's dramatic behavior last week. Let me put my hat on before you <laughs> yeah. read this question. Do you question? think she was trying to get herself some home? Of course wow. not, but that's a great theory. Great. I love that line of thinking right uh, there. I'd like to point out, we can say her name. She's done a bunch of interviews now. She's on... No, uh, I'm bleeping uh, out. You can say the name. <laughs> in fact, I have it in my headline of the week, the name. It's... It, okay. She's, she came out with it. We'll say like, it. We'll save it until then. <laughs> it's all in the clear with this girl. Obviously. I mean, it was a bit, but you know that I know. was a bit. Right? <laughs> Just, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, quickly, my batch bracket did pretty well this week, apparently, because I'm in the top 500 now. Number 499. Watch out. Will Jasmine make a comeback? <laughs> and if she does, will she be in the final four? Stay tuned. Another four out of nine week for me on uh, Frenemies. Best week ever. Pretty good. AB, do you want to do power rankings? Uh, Yeah, power rankings. Are you ready? Yeah. Go ahead Let's first, though. You go first. All right. No, you go first. All right. I'll you want me to go first? I'll go first. No, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. Number three, Hannah Ann. Number two, Victoria F. Number one, Madison. Everybody bumps up since Kelsey got sent home. That's it. Nothing changed. I think Hannah Ann is still in third, despite what I would describe as an overachieving hometown. The best hometown, right? Probably the best, yeah. Let's hear yours. Number four, Victoria F. Number three, What's going on, Hannah? Hannah Ann. What's going on? Number two, Maddie. Number one, nobody, Rim. He's ending up with nobody. Oh, oh that's one good. That's is good. blank, Rim. God, my, that took me a long time to well, figure out I don't out understand why going. the four didn't have you. <laughs> I was like, who's going to be understanding? <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. That's right. One is blank, folks. Th- that's the big reveal. You don't think he's going to end up with anybody. I don't think he's ending up with anybody. I just don't see it. Maddie, I just don't understand how their lives. I don't even understand how this fantasy suites is going to work. Yeah, the short-term outlook is there's some obstacles There's already. big obstacles. The long-term outlook is a no-go. 
in our opinion. <laughs> Short-term no outlook, we got to figure that out. Their too. lifestyles that they want and who she wants out of a man and a husband, I don't think matches up with who Peter is. And that's not a negative thing about Peter. Sometimes no. just- it, People don't match up. People don't match up. And I don't think they match up with how he wants to live and how she wants her husband to live. It doesn't match. I agree wholeheartedly. So nobody. I don't think she ends up. He's not going to end up with Victoria, like you said. And I don't think Hannah. I Hannah Ann would surprise me because of yeah what I would consider maturity issues. Yep. So, not issues, but just relative to Peter. Yeah, they don't seem like compatible. The same age. Yeah, <laughs> they really don't. Um, all right. Well, I'm with you 100. percent So. Th- Technically, my power ranking should be the same. <laughs> okay. I should have a blank one also, but you got to make the Instagram post interesting. So you're going to get credit for that funny bit of not having anybody in the top one, which is crazy. Your first time not putting Madison in the top one. Here we go. The big moment. AB's Bachelor headline of the week. Where is it from? Hold up. I got to find it again. I lost it. I wrote down the headline, but then didn't. I had it on my phone. Oh, where'd it go? There's other stuff that's popped up since then, so it's hard to find. Like, Jubilee got arrested for a DUI. Oh, no. Yeah. Other stuff's happened. Victoria Fuller apologizes for White Lives Matter. Stuff is popping up. Oh, I didn't see that either. I love... You want me to read all these headlines? There's some good headlines in here. Only pick one. Someone in the mailbag. Let me see if I can pull out their name. Here's... Okay, I want one line from Nicole in Toronto while you look this up. P.S. I stopped reading spoilers because you because of you guys and the show has never been more enjoyable. Try it. Try, Try a it. season without spoilers, folks. You won't regret it. Exciting. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel bad that you knew Kelsey got a hometown. Yeah, it wasn't great. I didn't love seeing that. Stinks. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't love. I mean, I knew during Champagne Gate that she wasn't going home. Well, you did a great job. I had no idea that you knew. Or maybe I just wasn't thinking. It's called acting, Rim. I just. He <laughs> <laughs> really, really did. Okay, here it is. Cosmo. Again, Cosmo. The yeah. Cosmo man. Only Cosmo. <laughs> Cosmo exclusive. This is a Cosmo. This is AB's Bachelor Headline of the Week sponsored, sponsored by, by Cosmo. Brought to you by Cosmo. Okay. Yep. Peter Weber's ex, Marissa Pence. Hey, come on. Come on, AB. Her last name. <laughs> That's crazy. Marissa Pence and Victoria F. had a confrontation after The Bachelor. There's another headline. Peter Roberts X, Marissa Pence, and Bachelor's Victoria Fuller got into a blowout fight. This is off-screen stuff. Victoria came home after the show, and they got into it a little bit verbally, not physically. Verbal verbal altercation happened at a bar in Virginia Beach between these two. Love that's to see juicy it. stuff, AB. <laughs> love, love that's to juicy see it. stuff. <laughs> but she also had, I, I, I think it might have been people. I couldn't, can't refine the article right now for some reason. I really question oh, how here you organize entertainment these tonight. Headlines. Yeah, entertainment tonight. Uh, she gives an interview, giving her full name. We're fine okay. using her name. Everything's good. You know. The fact that she's out there giving interviews. It makes me question everything. The fact everything. that her last name is out there in headlines from non-scuzzy, and Cosmo's not scuzzy, Mm-mm. organizations, does make me wonder, what's your angle here? Is what's she in this for the right reasons? It's something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Wow. Great headlines. 
Uh, that's all we have. AB, do you want to do a refer a friend month bit very quickly here? It's we're only halfway through. Halfway through the month? month. Yeah. Seeing big results so far, Rim. Can't thank the people enough. You think we're we're joking about this? February no. is refer a friend month. It means so much to us when people refer their friends. We love new listeners reaching out to us, telling us, you know, this person told me to listen. It's it's incredible. It means so much to us. So please continue to do it for the month of February. <laughs> refer a friend month and Black History Month. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> in that, in <laughs> no, that order. Kidding. I'm just getting around. Shout out to Chelsea on Twitter who said, my love language is sharing Rosecast with new people. And please, please share with us if it works. We love, we've yeah. loved seeing people tell us how they've got other people to listen. Well said, AB. It's awesome. Thank you to everyone who not only refers a friend, but also never really formally thanked the the reviews on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Continue Whoa. to pour in. So we appreciate that thank as well. Thank you. We love anyway, reading those we, as well. Of I course. Love, love reading those. Of course. Um, thank you all for listening. A uh, quick note, very Cavalry, as predicted, stunk ass this week. Heidi and Audrina. <laughs> it was a joke. What a gimmicky episode. They didn't even stay at the Cavalry household. Are you guys even really friends if you don't stay? They have 14 rooms in that mansion. You're not going to spend the night. They were in for like 18 hours. It was so silly. They tried to wedge in the storyline with Kristen's friend. They had a falling out. It, it reminded me of when the celebrity doesn't stay overnight on Running Wild with Bear Grylls. I lose a lot of respect for him. Rim, do anyway. you want the uh, question of the week? Mailbag question? Oh my gosh, I'm you didn't so get sorry. One. Real quick. I'm so sorry. We're yeah, let's closing hear it. up shop here, but let me let me slide I'm in here. Down with, the big thing over the, the like the thing. mall. You yeah, know, it's a mall. great American cookie, and I'm putting <laughs> yeah. on the gate like. Oh, let me more. slide Cookies in here and get a cookie real <laughs> yeah. quick. All right, go before ahead. Before you close up here, they showed a preview this week of the of the new Bachelor uh, dating oh, show. Yes, the yes. Uh, singing show. I can't remember the name of it. Listen to your heart, AB. Pause. That show looks so good. That show looks great. I want to yes. know if other people are as excited as I am about <laughs> these <laughs> about these secondary shows. I need I need those. Are you interested I'm, in more yeah. Bachelor spinoffs like this? Love the flagship shows. We get kind of we do a bit where it's like oh they keep piling on more stuff. That's a bit. listen to your heart. Summer games, winter games. If you want me to be deadly serious, <laughs> please be serious. I cannot wait for Listen to Your Heart. I can't wait for Summer Games. I love the shows where they're more loose. It's not as rigid. It's yeah. not as bullshitty because it's more fun. I love those. Those are a necessary break from a, a, what can sometimes be monotony in the flagship series agreed i think and i can't end, wait for listen to your heart to end rim we didn't give our who we think is going to be bachelorette i think there's watch out for a contestant on that singing show okay i don't think so because the well, timeline will be tough be but tough. they might already have it's already taped they have all the footage already so they might you know these producers oh. got an idea on who's gonna who's gonna get the best <laughs> edit on this new show keep an eye out for a person on that show just says one of the great predictions. If that yeah. comes true, if that comes true, build me a Charles Barkley like wow, statue at Auburn. Yes. yes, that would be amazing. Wow. That would be amazing. I think I'll be Kelsey. But wow, <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I didn't really prepare my. I mean, I told you to prepare the 
some power rankings, and then I didn't do it. We'll do it next week. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Thanks. Thanks. Talk to you later. (laughs) 